Bible Baptist Church located at 2015 Beulah Road in Madisonville, Kentucky, would like to invite you to listen to a message of the sovereign grace of God in the Lord Jesus Christ by their pastor, David Edmondson. My text this morning is found in 1 John chapter 4. John, the beloved disciple, referred to himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved. And it wasn't because he thought he was something special, but because he could never, ever get over the wondrous fact that Christ loved him. And because of Christ's love for him, he was often found with his head leaning on the Savior's breast near his heart. And here in 1 John chapter 4, verse 10, John writes these words, Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. And hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us because he's given us his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the father sent the son to be the savior of the world. And whoever, whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the son of God, God dwelleth in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. And herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, as Christ is, so are we in this world. Now this epistle is written to believers. And John goes on to say, There's no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. And he that feareth is not made perfect, mature, complete in love. Then in verse 19, John writes these words, And we love him because he first loved us. Because. This is the reason we love him. Because. He first loved us. You know, men today talk a great deal about their free will and the decision that they made to make Jesus Lord. That just can't be for one simple reason. We love him because he first loved us. God before the heavens and earth were ever made said, Jacob have I loved and Esau have I hated. Did God look ahead in time and see that Jacob would love him and Esau wouldn't? No. Romans chapter 9 verse 11 tells us, For the children being not yet born, these two boys, these two twin boys, having not yet been born, neither having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God according to election might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth. We love him because he first loved us. There's only one reason that we love God. There's only one reason that we love Jesus Christ. And because this is the reason he first loved us. And someone says, well, that can't be so. I made Jesus Lord. No, God didn't that before you were ever born. 
He was Lord before you were ever born. Another says, well, I decided to follow Jesus, to let go and let God save me. I have determined to give him my heart and let him have his way in my life. Listen to what you're saying. Do we control God? No, our Lord said, you've not chosen me, but I've chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. It's God who chooses us. It's God who preordains us to bring forth fruit. It's God who causes that fruit to remain because Christ remains in us forever. You see, we didn't do something in order to be saved. We have fruit and bring forth fruit because the Lord saved us out of love for him. It's God that chooses us, salvations of the Lord. And there's not a soul alive that cannot understand that simple statement. Salvation is of the Lord. There's only one way that you can take that. Salvation is of the Lord means the Lord is salvation. In order for salvation to be of the Lord, that means the Lord had to provide it. That little preposition of identifies the source. Joe Biden is the president of the United States. I'm the pastor of Bible Baptist Church. Jesus Christ is the Lord of salvation. Salvations of the Lord. The source between the unsaved and the saved is the Lord. The source of salvation between the lost and the found is the Lord. Salvation is of the Lord. Now, I want to ask you three questions, and I want you to think about them. When did Christ love us? Well, he's always loved his sheep. In the beginning, before the beginning, from the foundation of the world, before any sinner ever done any good or evil that the purpose of God according to election might stand, not of works, but of him, they call it. What did Jacob do to be loved? He deserved to be hated as Esau was. We're dead in trespasses and sin. A dead man's biggest obstacle in coming to God is taking the first step. If you can take the first step, then you can come, but a dead man can't do that. The Lord cried, Lazarus, come forth, and he that was dead came forth. He was dead. Then came the call. Then came the life. Christ didn't say, Lazarus, if you come forth, I'll give you life. No, he said, come forth. And with the command came the power to obey. Life came before the coming. The coming was the result of the life given. With the command comes the power and the life to come. With life comes the ability to come. We love him because he first loved us. It's God who quickens. It's God who makes alive. Only God can give life. Christ is the life. No man comes to the Father but by him. Christ died the just for the unjust. Why? That he might bring us to God. He's a just God and a Savior. And this is why we love him. Anything and everything we do for the cause of Christ is not done in order to be saved. It's a result of being saved because he first loved us. His love for me is undeserved by me. Grace is unmerited favor. I didn't earn it. I didn't deserve it. It was unmerited. 
And that brings us to the second question. Why did Christ love me first? As we've already concluded, our Lord didn't look ahead in time and see that I would love him. He didn't choose me for something that he saw I would or could do for him. He loved me freely. You know what that word means? Without a cause. We love him because he first loved us. God gave me to his son. God loves me in his son. Me? What am I? I'm just wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. They haven't been bound. They haven't been doctored. They haven't been giving healing ointment. Just open, oozing, putrefying, unmollified sores. I'm sick with sin. I have spiritual leprosy. And those that are sick have need of a physician. No one goes to the doctor when they're well. They go when they're sick. And it's the same with sinners. Those who are righteous in their own eyes, those who are trusting in their own work, those who are resting in their own will do not need Christ. But we, his sheep, love him because he first loved us. Thirdly, who did Christ come to save? One of my favorite verses in all the scriptures is found in 1 Timothy 1.15. It reads, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Not just sinners, but the chief, the worst of sinners. That impotent man who lay at the pool of Bethesda, he had no man to put him in the water. And we have no man nor angel to stir the waters of our hearts and make us willing to bow to Christ. We must have that done for us. Christ must do it for us. Like the man with the withered hand, we can do nothing to commend ourselves to God. We can't work. Our hands, our ability to do anything is withered, incapable of doing anything to help ourselves. That leper, full of leprosy, We know that the Lord can heal us as he knew. That's not the question. The question is, will he heal us? He said, Lord, I know you can, but will you? And I, like the blind beggar Bartimaeus, out of need, I cried all the more. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. And the Lord stood still. And I, too, have an issue of blood. And I spent all that I had to try to get better. But no earthly doctor could do me any good. But if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I would be made whole. He did for me what I could not do for myself. He did for me everything that God required of me. And I love him because he first loved me. Like the dead man at Nain's gate. I heard the words, I say unto thee, arise, and he that was dead set up. I was the dead one. God didn't have to save me. I didn't deserve to be shown mercy. And that's why we love him, because he first loved us. For God so loved the world, his people in the world, from all parts of the world, that he gave. Salvation is God giving us, not us giving God. Salvation is not what we do for God. It's what God has done for us. We, by God's grace, have seen that this is the God who has done all the giving 
But this is the condemnation. Light has come and men love darkness. They love darkness rather than light. And it's because their deeds are evil. John 3.19 So let me ask you, have you come to Christ? The believer says, to whom else shall we go? Christ has the words to eternal life. Christ is the word of eternal life. Nowhere else to go. Now, back in 1 John chapter 4, verse 17, herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Now, you try to wrap your mind or your thoughts around that. You see, I have an advocate, I have a mediator that will in the day of judgment plead my cause for he himself accomplished all that the holy law and justice of God required of me. And by God's grace, I have been perfectly conformed to the image of Christ. And as he is, so are we right now in this world. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. And we love him because he first loved us. I would have never loved Christ had he not loved me. This glorious verse removes all doubt about who does the sinning and who did the saving. Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. You have been listening to a message by David Edmondson the pastor of Bible Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. If you would like a copy of this message or to hear other messages of God's free, sovereign grace in Christ, you can write to our mailing address at P.O. Box 652, Madisonville, Kentucky, 42431. Or log on to our website at freegraceradio.com. If you would like to come and worship with us, we meet at 2015 Beulah Road, Madisonville, Kentucky. And our service times are Sunday morning Bible study at 10 o'clock a.m. Worship services begin at 11 o'clock a.m. Wednesday evening services at 7 o'clock p.m. Please tune in again next Sunday morning at 10 o'clock a.m. for another message of God's free and sovereign grace in the Lord Jesus Christ.